0: Smackdown on Friday nights we' there to see the fights type hits that make you go wow bow set a smackdown oh yeah and we on Fox now staple setup Friday night smackdown let me not get too excited too early Fox. Say less. I think it was um, it was a great week in the in the sports entertainment genre. It was a great week for the sports entertainers alike. T V time and na SmackDown Live after twenty years. What over a thousand episodes I believe. Finally, uh, finally ascended to, you know, the realms that guys like myself have always seen it at. Excellent stuff, excellent show. I'm, um, you know, as just a, a humble guy in the audience, I think that WWE definitely, um, you know, they deliver a good product, and for the most part. For the first episode on a new station, man, they they definitely delivered as advertised, in my opinion. For the first show, we've seen a difference in the presentation. We've seen a new stage, a new set. Like we've we've seen it now, and man, the, the from the from the kickoff show, with just again the presentation, the. The, the Fox personalities, you know, or the, the Fox sports personalities that, you know, were, you know, in the product and, you know, given their ideas, like it had so much of a big sporting feel, you know, it finally has that, you know, it feels like they're taking sports entertainment a little more seriously, and that's something that I can be proud of, you know, as again, a humble watcher in the crowd, so anyway, let's get into it. Uh, we start off the show with the man, Becky Lynch The Women's Champion of Monday Night Raw But the inaugural Smackdown Live Women's Champion uh, Came out You know, it's only fitting that She's out there doing a the thing, ready to build the match With her and Sasha I was taking it I have a couple of predictions on how to open a segment is gonna go But, um one thing no one expected was uh, King Corbin <laughs> to interrupt, and uh, he came out and, you know, he's doing his promo. They both cut good promos as far as just, you know, quick banter and back and forth goes. But he had his little quick statement, and out comes the most electrifying man in all of sports entertainment. The guy who. Who basically created the day the show That's right, Dwayne The Rock Johnson I said I don't read the dirt sheets a couple of weeks ago And, you know, I stand on that It was definitely a great moment to see, uh, you know, The Rock come back And have him just, you know, be in The Rock Blue carpet, he went in and he went in his little trailer backstage Because, you know, he's a whole Hollywood star now, but whatever Great promo in between all three of them for the most part, you know, like, uh, obviously The Rock is like a super mega star now, so, you know, you could see the differences, like, Becky was trying not to look starstruck and Baron Corbin, well, even King Corbin was trying not to act starstruck, so it was, um, it was good, you know, like, we all wanted to see how The Rock is gonna uh, return this time around if he was gonna sound too Hollywood like a couple of the other comebacks uh, if he had been practicing his you know the rock character more so this time around and he totally did he had his comebacks he had his lines he knew his cues Man, you know it, it's like he's finally really uh, transitioned into being that uh, Know, retired superstar that can come back and still electrify the millions and millions of his fans had as it, it doesn't matter and then oh no becky did it i was a little upset about that it was okay you know like it was starstruck but it's like man you're cutting off the rock but that was the you know i guess you know that was the rub i think anybody that was in there working with the rock you know it was perfect and Baron Corbin be in the heel and Becky be in the face. You know, it definitely says how WWE feels about these guys to let them work with. You know, the Jaroni beat and, and Pai Eaton, Trailblaze, and yeah, i know the rest. But yeah, good stuff. Rock bottom, people's elbow. You know, it was good stuff. So that was the um, first segment. It was awesome to see The Rock get into the first match of the night. Had that tag team match with... Charlotte and Becky taking on Sasha and Bailey they had good match they could keep up with each other we already know how the four horse women do we know exactly how they give it up in the ring and I was you know I was entertained I knew they were gonna you know give us something very interesting very intriguing and uh, built toward the matches on Sunday at Hell in a Cell streaming live on the WWE Network so I wasn't uh, going in with low expectations but I was looking to see just how many stops they would pull out for Fox. They did enough. I would say the match was about an 8.5. Wasn't bad. I wasn't upset with it. I enjoyed it for the most part. So, yeah, good good tag match between them. Uh, Charlotte and Becky pick up the victory. Uh, Charlotte hit a moonsault from out of the ring again. Good practice. One thing I thought they would do with what well, Charlotte as far as she goes I thought she was gonna pull out that corkscrew again for Fox but no maybe we'll um maybe we'll get it out in the cell maybe we won't I mean that's definitely one of those highlights that I believe Charlotte said she got a trouble for but it was still like cuz it's too dangerous or something like that but it was still nice and it makes for great highlight you know video and yeah it was good stuff um, sasha got busted open unfortunately yo sasha you good you good i know you good sasha um and um i'm 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 trying not to rent on this this week i'm trying to be more mature and not continue well i'm not complaining on it i'm just venting but it, it's goddamn fox man we're on a new station Everything is brand new. You know what? Maybe we could at least try to work on a little bit of the timing of the Bailey Buddies. If they just gonna be popping up now. Like, I think it's hilarious to see. Uh, see, she don't like it. But anyway, it's true. But I, I think it's hilarious that Bailey's like talking crap to the crowd. Like, oh, you don't like it? <laughs> you don't like the Bailey Buddies? Oh, well, here they go because she's a heel. But, you know, it's, <laughs> it's whatever. As I said, I'm not complaining about it. It is just fairly comical. You know, WWE does have their ways of trolling all to get a laugh. And I don't chuckle out loud, but I definitely uh, can see where WWE does have somewhat of a really, really edgy sense of humor. But, um, yeah, with that, not edgy at all. Bailey's more edgy than her theme song, which is like, oh, man. But whatever. Anyway, good match. Good tag stuff. You know, I enjoyed it for the most part. I'm excited for both matches now. I believe Charlotte is going for the 10th championship now. Again, we're going to see if she's able to pick that up at Hell in the Cell. And Sasha is going against Becky. Where, uh, man, who knows how this could go. You know, like, uh, pardon me, ladies and gentlemen. Dealing with these nasties. Anyway, so um, it was definitely good stuff. I enjoyed it. It was a great way to open up SmackDown and an, an excellent way for the women's evolution to continue. Starting off, you know, this new era of SmackDown on Fox and speaking of starting off the new era, which I'm almost upset I forgot to mention at the very top, but Vince and Stephanie came out. I was excited for it. We haven't seen them in a while. We haven't seen Stephanie in some months now, who just celebrated a birthday, and um, you know, Mister McMahon just—you could see and feel the pride emanating off of him, and just with uh, you know, making all of this happen. I mean, you you do greatness so many times, you know, you get accustomed to it. So it's like whatever, but the congratulations are definitely coming from open uh, this space from the shadows of the WWE universe. I'm totally proud of the product, and I'm glad that Mr. McMahon, you know, was able to go out there with his daughter and you know, experience it, opening up the show. That you know is probably one of the biggest deals in you know America for the company, you know. That, you know, they've had thus far. So, either way, that was good. Good opening. Uh, good opening match. And let's move on into the next one. All right. Shinsuke a Continental, Intercontinental Champion, uh, flanked with Sami Zayn, was taking on the Universal Champion, uh, the Beast Slayer, Seth freaking Rollins. Champion versus champion match. That's good stuff. Uh, Seth comes out and then uh, gets interrupted. By a uh, by, a new installment of the Firefly Funhouse with uh, Bray Wyatt. You know, he he he's great, man. I think that Bray is, you know, he's he's into his character, and he's definitely uh, everything that we're looking for in a WWE superstar. I say it like that. You know, he has his air of mystery to him. He. Uh, has the, the nice guy side Which apparently is uh, They're really trying hard To make that seem genuine But then at the same time He has like the completely other side That he flips to in being the fiend And it's, it's Such a mysterious character That so many things he does Can look cool He's been being built As being very strong this entire Time Now, house shows aside with Seth defeating The Fiend and stuff like that, uh, main storyline on the shows, Seth has been getting beat every single week by The Fiend. And he's, you know, just looking real. uh, He doesn't have any momentum on his side going into this. And, uh, I mean, we know that Seth was one at a house show, but are they gonna have the fiend lose are they gonna put the championship on the fiend this early in the game you know a lot of people in the WWE universe feel as if they don't necessarily need to put the championship on him just because he's an entirely different character in and of himself like uh i've heard uh, references to elias even made like elias is such a character that's Almost like that—that that has this larger-than-life feel to him in the modern era, that he doesn't necessarily need a championship for real. But that's that's all. Not that's not see, here nor, near part of me here nor there. I think it's um, I think it's good stuff, and I think that because Bray Wyatt's been built like this, because the team's been built like this, if he doesn't win, I won't be upset. It'll just be very interesting to see what he does, what well, what they do next. Excuse me, with the character and. As far as Seth goes, I mean, Seth picks up a victory here. He, I think he's probably uh, shooing for uh, Superstar of the Year, you know, and beating uh, Seth Rollins, Braun Strowman, and The Fiend in the same year. You know, Universal Champion and such like that. We we could see some good stuff. Yeah, so Seth has a chance at really solidifying himself, so, you know, as... Uh, as 2019's top superstar. Already made number one on the PWI list. So I'm saying, like, uh, good stuff to Seth. I'm excited to see, you know, just how far uh, he can go this year. So uh, Seth and Shinsuke have a good match. It was, uh, you know, fairly quick. It went by. It wasn't uh, bad at all. Um, We uh, saw Seth, I believe, getting ready to uh go for the victory but that was when the lights went out and had all of the kooky sound effects and all of the 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 fun uh things that happen once the fiend is coming out i don't know about seth running up the ramp i mean if we scripted it as uh you know seth uh wait pardon me but yeah, Seth looked to be running away. We know he's been scripted to be uh, somewhat scared of the Fiend, but um it was still uh, uh good stuff. I enjoyed uh seeing uh, you know the Fiend get the best of Seth, or get the better of Seth again, but I mean, jeez, is he really going to just be running off like he's at the top of the ramp by the time the Fiend get there? So like he's not in the ring ready to fight. I, but we hope to see Seth on a different level come uh, this Sunday at Hell in a Cell, streaming live on the WWE Network. All right, <laughs> Kevin Owens and uh, Shane McMahon, the best in the world. One-on-one, ladder match, loser leaves town, or such like that, a uh, lot of... A lot of craziness to get to this point just as far as like litigation and all of that stuff. But um, ultimately, these guys had an excellent match. It was almost uncomfortable for me like every time to see Shane literally putting his body on the line. But that latter match had all of the stuff. All of it. All of the heavy spots. All of the high spots. All of the The hard hits with the ladder. There's no safe way. There's no comfortable way to land on the ladder. You're hitting your head. You're hitting every part of your body pretty much. These guys get the power bombing each other. Frog splashes. Super elbows off the top ropes. Going coast to coast. Man. KO1. We know how that goes. You know. uh, Alright. No, no. Thank you. But yeah. Um, it was good stuff to see you know KO finally uh I guess somewhat in that story it would be great if Shane McMahon came back on some like zombie Shane type you know like no you can't get rid of me I'm the boss's son damn it I think that would just be such great heat I don't know you know how it I mean it could happen like Screw all that, you know what I mean? But like, let's not forget that KO headbutted Mr. McMahon. Let's not forget that. The brutal beatdown. Just as far as storyline goes. So if Shane comes back, I mean, I think it could rest for a while. The rivalry between those two, but if Shane does make a comeback, he could uh you know beeline straight for Owens. Or however it works Shane could come back in an authority figure role officially in, And not have to fight But have the muscle Like, is him and Drew McIntyre still cool? I don't know Like, we haven't seen Drew in some weeks now Was he injured? I don't know I haven't really been keeping up to date with the injury report list But, all in all KO won Good for KO Like, I'm not mad at it at all I would like to see who he goes up against next Um, We know he's one that can reinvent self. We know he's one that has been able to uh, really uh, just have the WWE Universe on its ear. You know, has a stunner. So he fires Shane, quote unquote, and delivers a stunner. And that was uh, that. It was a great ladder match, you know, on SmackDown Live. It kept everybody interested in the show. It was very enjoyable. Uh, and I, I liked it, so I'm not, I'm not mad at the result at all. I thought it was uh, good for everyone. And now uh, I know a lot of the critics of the product can finally rest easy in knowing that the best in the world is going to be taking some time off uh, from the main, well, from the product to uh, clearly rest up because we hope you're good, Shane. That jump from the top rope to the table was... Uh, a bit much like that one you know like you do it did you had to jump how'd that jump go I think he jumped off one leg and it's like man you jump off two i think you might get a little bit more but like just a little bit more distance but it doesn't even matter because you know it, it still did great and man shane mcmahon man like enough said he's the money but yeah i enjoyed it i thought he did great Eight-Man Tag, that was a little random, a bit out of nowhere in a way. Had uh man Braun Strowman AJ, Rudolph, well, Ziggy and Rude, uh Heavy Machinery, and the Miz. All in there going at it. Uh well Eight-Man Tag. It was good stuff. Tyson Fury, uh what, heavyweight boxer, is one of them champions or something like that. I can't even tell. I'm a I'm a Deontay Wilder man myself. To this day, to this day, but um, yeah, had, had Fury in the crowd. Apparently, he's gonna be uh, in some form of storyline. It was a little crazy and confusing how they got to that point, but it was good that they did get to that point. And uh, well, finally, but either way, uh, Strowman, I think, bumps into Fury. Fury is eventually after the match is over, so Strowman picks up the uh, power slam on Ziggy. But uh, Fury is ready to jump in the ring. And as soon as he jumped over the barricade, security was right there. How cool is that? Uh, Strowman was looking highly amused. Like, yeah, okay, if you think you want to fight, then we surely can, sir. And, you know, no fear shown uh, from the WWE superstar to the you know what mmA what UFC what is what do we call boxing at WBA pardon me but yeah so that could be interesting. I know comparisons have been made to like the big show uh fighting Floyd and all the rest of these superstars but I think it's just good brand integration. It grows the brand it makes things a little more interesting. Like WWE's fine well I want say finally but they're like really you know they're they're growing constantly and You know, it's not new that, you know, other, you know, like sporting, you know, things like venues and such like that and whatever. These guys are showing interest in the product, you know, like I think that some of them are looking for a quick payday, but at the same time, I think it expands the brand and it's good for the fans, you know, so I'm not I'm not literally against Uh, Any of it I I enjoyed it I think it was If it could have been done A little more timelier Then it would have Totally had More of an effect But it definitely Did have a little bit Of an effect I know the WWE Is gonna be able to Make this look interesting So You know I'll give it some attention When You know I, I wanna see Braun You know Do great things People have been Complaining about Braun Just being like A big oaf and it's like not at all, man. Like Braun is Braun could move, Braun could do his thing. It'll be interesting to see how uh Fury goes about this and how they go about handling Fury in general. So it'll it will it, it could be interesting. I mean that's just the way I'm looking at it. And Braun is no slouch at all, so let's see uh let's see how that goes. Lumberjack match, Rowan and Roman. Uh, one-on-one, well, of course, with the Lumberjacks outside. uh, You know, hype up the tag team match between Roman and Daniel Bryan taking on uh, Harper and Rowan at Hell in a Sub this Sunday streaming live on WWE Network. I'm, um, I'm, I'm, I wasn't opposed to this because we did get a lot of the guys on TV, you know, just as far as, you know, superstars are concerned. You know, guys that weren't necessarily used did get to get on TV and some people want to, you know, jump in, other people, you know, didn't. Like, there was a big stomp out on Roman, a giant splash from Roman later on. It was, you know, it was good stuff. All of the makings, uh, Roman hit a spear after Luke Harper tried to interfere and Daniel Bryan jumped in. You know, it was good stuff. All the elements of a match that's literally building toward the big match on Sunday. So, we're gonna see what these guys are able to bring. But um, hopefully, this might be the close to that little who's attacking Roman Reigns storyline. Uh, see Rowan and Harper beat up on someone else, but we'll see how it all plays out. Um, I'm I'm interested enough to, you know, have an appreciation for Daniel Bryan not being, well, very uh, clear as to whether or not he's a face or a heel still. You know, Roman, uh delivered, giving a handshake, being a bigger person, even though last week DB smacked the hand out the way where Roman was trying to help him out. Like, this is all still, uh, it's all still like big, but it's all speculation. Uh, either way, like I said, it was a good tag team match. I enjoyed it. So, let's get on into the next one. All right. Y'all yeah, know how I felt about it. I spoke on it last week. Kofi was sleeping. Now, we all could go on and on with this. And I'm going to try not to. Because one thing should not be overlooked here. And that's Kofi Kingston having one of the best WWE championship runs in a while. Shouts to Kofi for, you know, being like that. I personally think with, you know, the, the Fox merger or the Fox deal and stuff like that. Or affiliation, we are we gonna call it? You know, it's a it's a new era and a new era in WWE. You know, this is this is big. There's a lot of new things that have you know taken place. So we're not uh, we don't need the pancakes. It was a sign in the crowd that said, "You're a champion, not a waiter." So lose the pancakes. Uh, it's time for fun and games, but as Kofi even knows, it's, it's definitely times to get serious also, and uh, Kofi, in my opinion, and just my opinion, didn't seem to be taking uh, the championship match with Brock Lesnar, uh, who I've called a combat sports god. He's a legend in this, world renowned you know, he he didn't uh, take this match seriously enough. He, You know, just as far as what it looked like in the storyline, like, oh, it was a squash match. Oh, it was record-breaking time and blah, blah, blah. Like, look, we're not even going to sit there and hold that against them. It's like we need new storylines that are going to keep people compelled to uh, just keep them truly engaged in the product. And that is what we got right after the match. It did not make Kofi look weak. Yes, Kofi does have, you know, a bit of the ladder to climb. Kofi does have a bit of the ladder to climb now, but um, ultimately, I do think that, uh, you know, Kofi, Kofi, you made your point, Kofi. You know, like, we know, we know you're great. We know you can handle this as a champion, you know, but when you're taking on guys like Brock Lesnar, you got to come with a little bit more static than just jumping directly into his arms. Either way, the big story of the match here was... Um, uh, Cain Velasquez uh, coming on down with Rey Mysterio uh, to uh, even the odds against Brock Lesnar, and um, it was it was very good. You know, he came in, speared Brock Lesnar down, uh, forms of disrespect to Rey Mysterio, I guess, riled up the uh, the rival of Brock Lesnar. If you don't know the man, he's the guy who beat Brock Lesnar when he just, when Brock decided to go off to MMA. So it's like, wow, this is actually gonna be a good little story that's told between Brock and Cain Velasquez. I'm excited to see how it all plays out. And um, yeah, ultimately that was uh, SmackDown Live on Fox Night One. Let's uh Let's give it up for SmackDown, let's give it up for WWE for. You know, delivering an excellent product uh, Yet again, and giving us a good show So, shouts to the E I really enjoyed that one Uh, Different presentation, new presentation New big sports feel You know, it it had all of the elements of a show That people should want to watch And with the new audience that Fox brings You know, and all of the, you know Just that giant event that big event feel man i really am optimistic about uh the direction of the product in the coming uh months and uh, years for however long this goes through so uh that was that was smackdown friday night shout out to everybody to bring you the podcast each and every week we'll uh begin to format things eventually or reformat things as time progresses itself but uh Until then, I will catch you guys for a Hell in a Cell recap and review potentially on Monday after the event. So I'll catch y'all then. Peace.